Blog Talk Radio. Mr. Pop. Midwest IT Support Help Desk, we believe that technology should support and enhance your organization's success, not constrain it. With our wide range of best-in-class services, we provide customized solutions that fit your unique IT needs. We are committed to excelling at our job so you can focus on doing yours. Midwest IT Support Help Desk is always available. Providing your organization with professional remote help desk support services you need Midwest IT Support Help Desk will solve your technology issues day or night. Our IT staff ensures that your network and computers are up to date and ready for operation on a daily basis. Don't wait until problems occur. Let our organization solve them with our monitoring software, giving you the peace of mind you need. Let us do the worrying for you. Enabling your workforce with top-notch technologies isn't just important, but imperative for business success. This customizable solution allows your team to work seamlessly and collaboratively in a protected space. No matter what IT services you need, Midwest IT Support Help Desk will be there to support you every step of the way. Midwest IT Support Help Desk. We are committed to excelling at our job so you can focus on doing yours. Please visit www.midwestitsupport.com for more information or shoot us an email at helpdesk at midwestitsupport.com. Give us a call, 
and faithful with God's honor. Doing TD, no pick. Break for 85 yards. If he opted hella quick. New stadium, new ring. Same team. Hard since keys are 49ers. We are hating on the city, but they can't hold Quinn. I fucked with court, crap, free, and both win. Breaking records like we throwing vinyl. Stanley Davis, you body the whole line go. That's the Bartolo name. The Super Bowl affiliated. Bowman and Willis, such a frame, and you gon' really hate it. We elated, not a fan. Is a fly man. Do it like the 80s and move right by the Rams. Crush the Seahawks, real life, no weak talk. Go hard on the corners, never take a weak off. Ain't nobody fucking with us. I got red and gold in my cup. The Wild West got the game turned up. Who got it better than What you heard, I'm a baby from the 80s, I was born on the turf, I go back like Garrison Hurst and be young, diamonds on my fingers, so just call me Steve Young, like Justin Smith, I go hard on the defense line, let a hater hate, I'm still gon' rip my hip, come to kick off, bet I'm gon' run it all the way home, yeah, I'm gon' red and gold, bloody, come and get it if you want it, yeah, we gon' set it off, do you like Whitner and rip your damn helmet off, I'm lucky number seven, cause your boy deliver, throwing bombs from the bay over the Mississippi River, they ain't messing with us, put the subs to the projects, do the Scott Steiner, kiss your bicep, uh, soon as we touch down, we gon' burst out, run through them like Borg, going for the first down. I got red and gold in my cup, Wild West got the game turned up, who got it better than us, who got it better than What's going on everybody, and welcome to another day, right here on your morning cup of sports, with Farmer and B. Evans on RadioAFS.com. Farmer ain't here right now. Man, he, I think he's still hung up from that uh, that rough colonoscopy that he got yesterday that, you know, well, kind of led to him not being with us yesterday as well. But I got a surprise for you. If you have not tuned in, you don't know this crazy dude. But if you have tuned in, you have listened before, you already know who this dude is. He is loud. He is wild, and he's got a slight disability. Um, he is a Steeler fan, but he's still one of the coolest dudes you'll ever meet with 18 wheels. We got Trucker JJ on the show with us today. What's going on, Trucker? Good morning, y'all. I bet Joe Farmer went up to Portland the other day and got him a good workout smacking them little Antifa punks around. That's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it sounds a lot more entertaining than the uh, colonoscopy theory, and so I don't really want to devolve into that particular area. <laughs> <laughs> so, Big Brother Brian, for, for more reasons, <laughs> for more reasons than one, right? Absolutely, that's just a pretty shitty subject. Oh, did I say that out loud? <laughs> Oh man! All right, so how how you been, man? I haven't, you know, we missed you yesterday, and uh, Monday, of course, it was a uh, man. You, you know, Monday was a rough start to the week. I worked third. Farmer was out, you know, and I, I really don't know what happened there Monday. But either way, I could not get out of bed. I hurt my back real bad Saturday night, Friday, Saturday night. I don't remember, but I hurt my back real bad. And I was just exhausted, you know, and uh, I just couldn't get up. I just could not get up. So we ended up not having a show Monday. But, and then yesterday, I, I, I welcomed over one of my buddies. And, you, you know, radio shows all about feeding off of one another. And he was, he, he was just kind of like, I, he come over to the house and, you know, we, we head over to the studio and, he had no idea. I had no idea. And I just kind of like threw him in like, hey, it's a show with, with B. Evans and Mark. You know, so he had he was not prepared for that. He was not ready and not happy. <laughs> All right. I'm All right. Back. Hey, here we go. We lost you. Yeah, I'm on the right, northern Virginia, so there you go. Gotcha. So... Okay, apparently uh, Trucker JJ will be in and out. But uh, so yeah, yesterday was a rough start. For, was a rough day for us, man. He, uh, my buddy, you know, he was not prepared for me. I just kind of throw him into the show with me like that. 
So the looks I got the whole time was not good. Like I, I didn't know if I was gonna walk out or not, alive or not. Makes your life so, interesting, don't it? Oh, it really does. You know, we I, I was trying to uh trying to give him a few things yesterday. We were trying to talk about I thought it was hilarious. Uh Bill Belichick and I'll bring this up and I know we talked about this yesterday, but Bill Belichick shows up Canton, Ohio to surprise Randy Moss for his induction into the football hall of fame wearing flip flops. <laughs> I I guess if you're Bill Belichick, you can pull that kind of power move and just whatever, you know, but he did. He shows up in flip flops, man. Well, they fight. Hmm. I guess. Well, I guess I wouldn't want to wear anything associated with the Patriots, but I didn't absolutely have to either. So there you go. Right, right. I feel you there. <laughs> now, uh, JJ, man, I, I, I think this is who I think. You know, I'm pretty sure I know who this is right here calling in. We got a guy calling in. We had him on last week. He started off, he kicked off the whole sports show with us a while back. It was called Ball Talk, and, uh, you know, he had to step away for a while, but I know he kind—I know he misses it, so he loves talking to us. This is nobody other than my dude, Sporty J, right here. What's going on, man? How you doing? What's up, my man? I'm not too bad. How y'all this morning? Man, it's... It's way too late for this shit. I worked, <laughs> had to work last night, and, uh, man, I got home, got the show up late, ready to go. Still ain't had a shower. I'm, uh, smelly motherfucker. I'm hurting. I'm you hurting. Well, you know, I do work in a rubber factory. I work in a rubber factory, so, I mean, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm dirty, and, and I stink. Dirty Dan. But, dirty Dan in the factory. But anyways, so Trucker, Trucker, and I was just talking about this man. Did you see where Bill Belichick showed up in his flip flops at the uh, Football Hall of Fame induction? Yeah, dude. <laughs> that dude's something else. But it's Bill Belichick, man. What do you really expect? I mean, he kind of dresses like a bum most of the time, anyway. And then what I heard yeah, as soon as I got on here, why the hell would you want to wear Patriots shit anyway? I like the way you think. Yeah. <laughs> the Patriots. <laughs> so, all right, I just come across uh, something here about the Washington Redskins, and uh, I don't know. I, now, Trucker, I know you're up to speed on it. Uh, Jay, man, I don't know if you're up to speed on it, but uh, Big T from the Extreme Sports Show, huge shout out to him. Uh, him and I made a bet. We play. We made a wager on this coming football season. It's a little extreme. Well, yes, it's pretty damn extreme. But uh, I, I got more faith in my boys than I don't know, man. I, I think that he's thinking a little crazy. We made a bet this year. They that the between the 49ers and the Washington Redskins, the team that has the winning record at the end of the season. And we're talking the whole season. So, you know, well, obviously it's dead if they go to the playoffs and one team goes and one team don't. But at the end of it all, when they're both done, the team with the winning record, the loser has to get the other person's team tattooed on their ass cheek. So, win no. big team <laughs> When Big T loses, he's got to get that SS logo tattooed on his ass cheek. It's got to above the right on it. It's got to say B Evans was right, you know, and it's it's gonna be beautiful. But well, if, my question for Big some, T is which, which cheek? Which cheek is he getting it on? Because that's what's gonna happen. Man, that's what I'm saying. He said, "Look, Bro, he there said, is no way in hell the Redskins are finishing better this year than the 49ers. I think the 49ers are probably gonna make the playoffs." Here's the crazy part about it. His co-hosts 
you know, because Big T invited me into his show so we could talk about the bet and everything. So I'm like, all right, cool, let's do it. His co-host even told him, man, you're crazy. You're going to get a tattoo. <laughs> well, and he ain't never had a tattoo before. So this is going to be his very well, first tattoo ever. It's going to be a San Francisco 49er tat- logo right there, that big-ass emblem. And it's going to say, B. Evans was right. So not only is he going to get... Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, this is it. Not only is he going to get a team that he don't like tattooed on his ass, but he's also going to have to get my name tattooed on his ass when he loses this bet. Now, I told him, I I told him, I said, when, by some miraculous chance that the Redskins beat the 49ers in this bet this season, if they make it to the playoffs, because he wanted me to get HTTR on it real big, so I told him, if they win, then I will get the Redskins emblem with Big T was right on it, and I will get HTTR real big on the other ass cheek. Yeah, it gets That's even common. better than that. It gets even better than that. Because when you go do this, whoever loses this bet, when they, have, when they go do this tattoo, they have to go live so that we can see this bet being accomplished. <laughs> we have we have to see it being done. Now we don't have to see the whole ass or nothing like that because you know we don't want nobody getting kicked off of social media and all this other stuff. But you have to go live. We have to see you in the tat bed, in the tat chair. We got to see you clearly, visibly getting this tattoo done. <laughs> This is the extreme bet that I made with Big T on this coming football season. I tell you what, I personally, I don't. I mean, despite the moves that the Niners have made, I don't see them in the playoffs because I don't see them having a good enough record for wild card, and I don't see them taking their division. So, who's but taking I their division? I think their division is very, very weak this year, especially with the Seahawks falling off. I think they have a great chance to actually take the division. It's been wrong before. But I'll show up with you, Brian, when you get your cat. <laughs> yes. We got we got somebody's going to be along for the ride. That's what's up. Hell yeah. So... We'll definitely have to work that all out. We, uh, but you know, maybe we can make a trip down and you know, down to see Big T and support when he's getting his very first tattoo ever. This dude ain't gonna know what to expect going in. And I'm sorry, but never had a tattoo, and your first one's gonna be on your ass. Not to mention it's gonna be on your ass, but you're getting a losing bet, so you're getting another team tattoo, and to make things worse first tattoo on your ass, you're going to get another man's name tattooed there as well. <laughs> That's the worst time. part of the whole thing. I'm just man, putting the guy I know and saying, hey, put on there Brianna, okay? <laughs> but, yeah, I was like, okay. Man, I just... I don't know. It, it's going to be an exciting season. This is probably one of the best parts, you know, of the first half of the season is the anticipation. So, and let the trash talking on the sports show commence. <laughs> it, it really is the most – I'm really looking forward to it. There's been a lot of big trades, a lot of big moves, and I think, honestly, this is – this is one year that I'm looking forward to the most. Not only that, but, you know, the way the 49ers went off last year, the way they finished the season, I'm really looking forward to seeing what they do in the offseason. You know, they, two new people in management now that are, that are really trying to make things happen, you know, trying to make, you know, 
really trying to make the team just turn around and do great. And then you've got Jim G coming in. You know, well, he came in last year, but, I mean, this guy came in out of nowhere and was just like, hey, watch what I'm doing. Yeah, nobody's seen that coming. Nobody's seen that coming. So I'm really excited to see what the organization does with him and what they're able to do as a, as a team. Then on the I other hand, you clearly say that no one saw it coming, though. Like, Jimmy G was good with the Patriots. But then again, I feel you what you're saying. Like, no one saw it coming because everybody thought it was just a Patriot system. But, no, he is a really good quarterback, though. And, I mean, well, I think I'm, I'm pretty excited how, to watch him play this year, too. Especially with uh, the way John Lee is doing the thing in the office. What'd you say, Brian? Play. Oh, your offensive play? Yeah, your offensive play got ten times better. I do agree with the fact that when Jimmy G's on the field, the 49ers' whole offensive unit is like ten times better. Like, I don't know what it is, but the dudes completely step up. It really, it really is. I think it's really just – it might just and be if you think about how often, way. right? But you're, you said you said that you know Jimmy Jimmy Garoppolo really. I mean, he did things, yes, and he really did. He had a chance. I mean, there's been a lot of issues, a lot of stuff about Tom Brady in the past and everything like that. But if you think about how often he actually got to play, being behind right. Tom Brady, I mean, the guy never really got to play ever, and. So for him to come out out of nowhere and start four games and finish four games strong, you know that yeah, really that that right there for him to just step up like that, just be like pow, watch this, you know that right there to yeah. me was something amazing. And it's kind of it, well we've seen it with with Philadelphia just last season, you know that's another thing. You know that's another thing I'm looking forward to is how far is really going to be able to take it this year. You know, are they going to yeah, be? Yeah, what are we going to do with our quarterback situation at the beginning of the year and all that stuff, too? All right. That's another thing. You know, that's a big wonder right there. I mean, you've got Carson Wentz and you got Nick Foles trying to fit. You know, they're going to be battling it out. you got – and I know it's a mixed, mixed emotions between the fans, between the players of who the hell is going to start. Because Carson Wentz took them. You look at look at a situation we just went through that with San Francisco. We just talked about that a few years back. Alex Smith gets him the majority of the way there, gets hurt. Kaepernick comes in, takes him the rest of the way to the Super Bowl. Now, granted, you know, we all know how that worked out. But <laughs> what happened with Alex Smith? He ended up losing his starting position, Kaepernick, and now he's on and the rest. And now he's on his third team. That's fun. That's, exactly. That's just crazy how Which everything works coincidentally out. Coincidentally, is he is quarterback of the Washington Redskins, which I find yeah, hilarious. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> and then you think about <laughs> so, it, it's real crazy. The fact is that Colin Kaepernick doesn't even have a job now. Like, what the hell? Right. And so it's kind of like, what the hell is going to happen? You know, do we see is is Nick Foles going to stay the quarterback since he took him to the Super Bowl and won? Or is it going to be Carson Wentz again? Because, well, he's the reason. If it wouldn't have been for Carson Wentz, would Nick Foles have carried that, taken that team? Would they have gone to the Super Bowl and won had he played the entire season? You know, it's one of those things where you never really know what what was going, what would happen if it was that way. But yeah. what are they going to do? You got two prime quarterbacks now that can clearly get the job done. So, but then at the same time, it's like okay. First time in the Super Bowl, Carson Wentz, would he have choked? Would the pressure right. have been too much? So, what happens with Philadelphia? What do you want to see, man? Uh, if Carson Wentz is 100% healthy, then I want to see him back there. But if he's not, then Nick Foles can get the job done, maybe for like the first four weeks until he's all the way healthy. But only reason why... I mean, Nick Foles, I could see him staying there, like, the whole time just because we need a reliable quarterback if Carson goes down. But Carson Wentz is franchise quarterback for Philadelphia. There's no change in that. So I don't really see Carson Wentz getting out of there. I do see Nick Foles getting traded, like, down off during the season, like, once Carson comes back as 100%. And if, like, another team needs a quarterback, cause, I mean, it's the NFL. Everybody goes down. 
But um, other than that, man, like, I'm not really too worried about us. Like, we're I still think we're solid with either one of them. I mean, you see, we just we beat we beat Tom Brady and the Patriots in the Super Bowl. So I mean, I think anything's possible. Yeah. What do you think? What's your uh, you guys some thoughts on this truck? Well, it, you know, quarterback position is one of those things. Okay, if somebody, if a safety is having a bad day, you put somebody else in. There's quick hooks there. Where there's not as quick for quarterbacks. If somebody is like having a bad day, or the injury gets re-aggravated or whatever, I think the hooks ought to be quicker when you've got a average to above average NFL quarterback. Mm-hmm. And I've been arguing that for a while, basically, back in the... Uh, early 80s when we were having a revolving door at quarterback right after the Bradshaw era ended, I'm like, okay, he's having a bad day. Yankee might give the other guy a shot because if you're just going back and forth when you're in your first and second string, you're good to go. It's just mm-hmm. when you bring in a third string, that means the first string, and you can't <laughs> come back in, <laughs> you know, which that's probably not a bad thing. But it's one of those things that I just – Really think that I have quicker hooks for starting quarterbacks. I don't care whoever your team is, and give some. And if the guy is really having a blown out day, and nothing's going right for him. But in the other guy, if nothing else, he gets a valuable playing time. And chances yeah, are you're going to lose that. that game anyway. Okay, I'm glad it's not just me. Now I understand you want to have cohesive in your unit and all this, that, and the other, but. Uh, the Titanic it was very cohesive right until it hit the iceberg, so <laughs> not to bring that up. <laughs> you know. So, so um, real quick, okay, I, I brought a couple of these things up yesterday. I want I want to touch on these real quick because, like I said, I have my buddy here, you know, in the studio with me, and I kind of like threw it on him. Was like, hey, you're going to be on the show with me, and. Yeah, he was not prepared for that. He was not happy. I got a look of death, and I haven't had that since Max White. So uh, there you go. Oh, and, wow. You know, Mark, if you're listening, yes, I just kind of compared your your look of I'm going to kill you to one of the looks that I got from Max White. So and then, I love those you, buddy. Remember, are, those we do have to good. work together. Right, exactly. But anyways, I brought this up. Now, this is one moment that actually made him laugh hard. Now, back in 2016, former NFL safety Darren Sharper was sentenced to 18 years in prison for drugging and raping, they said, up to as many as 16 women in four different states. Do you guys remember this? Yep. Yep. Okay. Well, he recently filed um, – he, he's recently filed a, uh, an appeal wanting his sentence reduced. Okay, now you guys yeah, what? Yes, he wants his sentence reduced because he did not know the con his claiming that he did not know the consequences of drugging and raping women. Oh. Yeah, I read oh. that and I'm thinking, well it's oh, called so. a accountability. I know it's not politically correct to be accountable for your actions, but suck it up, buttercup. At some point in time. You know it. I don't give a damn who you are. This is just another guy who's being a pussy, and why you, you know, it's called accountability. You've you done something wrong, done something stupid, done something stupid that was wrong. And then you go and try to whine your way out of it. No, dude, enjoy uh, Big Bubba there in, in the prison system. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead and get you a couple and send him a bar of soap. Lots of them. That's his, yeah, you go that's his problem. Pick it up, he's, boy. He's tired, he's tired of Big Bubba and his partner tagging in and out. Yeah, well. Well, he says, he says that uh, it was a misunderstanding. He wasn't fully knowing what he, – he wasn't fully aware of what his rights that he was losing or what consequences he would be facing due to his ineffective trial counsel. And this is the second no time that he's tempted to appeal this sentencing um, the first one he uh, tried to appeal was uh, got dismissed in 2017 by a federal appeal 
So nine times out of ten, this one's gonna get a you know this one's gonna get dismissed as well because they don't give a shit. They're not gonna try and no. go, oh well, I didn't know the consequences of my actions. You know, you I mean, raped eighteen women and you got six. You got six. You got what? Sixteen women. You got eighteen years. How the fuck does that happen? You should have got a life sentence. And you right. want to reduce? Yep. Reduce? Well, room with one of those Sorry, girls. Uh, Sister or brother or, or or father, and he'll get a life sentence right there to the cemetery, which is my personal thought. Reality, but oh yeah, yeah, go ahead, let him out and let him out and let, let him go see one of them uh, those that, those girls' dads or brothers, like he said, and then and then yeah, you can have a whole life sentence in the ground. I mean, other than that, now, no, buddy, you're not getting out. I, I uh, here's another thing that, and, and a lot of this stuff, you know, for for the people out there listening, all two of you, um, <laughs> anybody, a lot of the stuff that we talk about on the show right here, we post on our social media. You can find it on our Facebook. You can find it on our Twitter. We talk about a lot of this stuff, and uh, so you guys can definitely hit us up. Check us out on Facebook and Twitter. Just type in Morning Cup of Sports. We will pop up. Um, we are live every Monday through Friday, 930, uh, 9.30 a.m. on the East Coast. That's 6.30 a.m. on the West Coast. And uh, if you guys ever want to call in, talk to us, you know, if you got something you want to bring up, shout out to anybody, definitely feel free to do that. number you can reach us at is 646-668-8467. With that being said, okay, I have kids, and I pay child support. And, yes, I pay a lot of child support, but (laughs) – let me tell you, at one point in my life, I wanted to be a professional basketball player. Uh, at the best part of my life, when I was in my greatest shape, I was going to walk up. Man, it was back when the Chicago Bulls were garbage. And I was going to try. They had walk on So I was going to go up and, you know, I mean, hey, if I didn't make it, I didn't make it. But at least I'd see where I stood against the pro. You know what I mean? Just get to play, right. you know. Yeah. So I mean, I why like, not? Man, you only got one life. Right. Exactly, and I'm like, okay, well, what if this actually, like, I, even if I made just a training squad, that's still bang compared to what I make yeah. now, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I'm thinking about it, I'm like, man, that's awesome idea. Well, I, I, you know, things happened and I didn't make it, and now I've, and Long I, story like I said, short, back to later, on the page, I'm glad I never made it to the NBA. Blake Griffin. <laughs> Blake Griffin. Poor guy. This poor, poor guy. guy. You know what I'm it's talking about. about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this dude has been ordered to pay $258,000 a month in child support. So my question is, Ridiculous. how much money do you make or how many damn kids do you have? Bro, Bro you I know got- what I'm saying? And I'm like, damn. I thought what I paid was a lot. I can't complain no more. <laughs> No, you can't. I don't understand it, though. Like, man, I understand the dude makes a lot of money and shit, but how much does it cost to fucking raise a kid? Like, a kid don't need that much damn money. Exactly. He's got to have multiple. He's got uh, to have multiple. Yeah, you know that lady. Maybe, maybe about uh, 20. Spending it or whatever. Man, here's, maybe here's the, here's the crazy part about it. Here's what no I think more. bullshit. Here's what I think bullshit. Okay, so we all know that you know, he had a huge deal with the Los Angeles Clippers. Then he turned around and got traded to the Pistons. But he was going through a court battle, you know, custody battles and stuff with his with his fiance and stuff, trying to uh, gain custody of the kids. They decided to share and have joint custody of the children, co-parent and everything like that. That way the kids, you know, get to see both of them and have equal amount of time and this and that, which I think is great. What I think is bullshit is if they're going to co-parent, they're going to have joint custody and everything's, you know, 50-50, they're working together. Why is this dude paying almost $300,000 a month in child support? But the kicker on this is he's happy with it. I'm like, how big of a deal did you sign to be able to pay $300,000 a month? And I'm sorry, but I don't care. I understand money goes to the kids. Okay, child support is supposed to go to the kids. Gentlemen. If you have a child and you are not paying your child support for that child, 
You are a piece of shit. Yes, I said it, and if you don't like it, call me at number 646-668-8467, and I'll tell you how I feel live on the radio. But if you have a child and you're not providing for that child, you are a piece of shit. But why is this dude – I'm sorry. I got kids. My kids, they have clothes. Their hair's cut. They have food. They have toys. They have school supplies. Thank God they all went back to school today. But right, God, what I've got a Pittsburgh still. I do not ever remember having to spend three hundred thousand dollars in one month for my child. No, bro. Okay, never. he's paying he's paying three hundred thousand dollars a month for two kids. For two kids. But they better have mm-hmm. everything. They better have cars right now. There, that's what I'm saying. There is bitches. no reason. The guy is 29 years old. Okay. I'm trying to tell you, bro. They don't working. Right here. According to court documents, Blake Griffin, 29 years old, has earned an average monthly salary of $2.2 million in 2016. Okay. Now, they're looking at gross uh, annual incomes and everything like that. And, you know, I, I understand they look at all the pay and how much things cost. But he's also paying the lease for a five-bedroom home in Manhattan for this girl and the kids. Yet he's Jesus. also paying. He also pay. He continues to pay for medical insurance and other costs for you know for the children since the children have been born. Now, my thing is this dude's make was okay. This dude's making two, three, four million dollars a year. Okay, now a lot of that, yeah, he gets taxed, and that's just like if y'all don't understand how this stuff works, that's just the the lump sum that he gets for the year. That's not including the taxes that come out and all this other stuff that he gets. That that's endorsements and everything figured in. That's not including your endorsements and all that. But there's a lot that comes out of that money that they don't see. Mm-hmm. Okay, and. I know you guys have seen this. I know you guys have seen the breakdowns of, of a salary of an actual a- uh, athlete. So this guy is, after everything comes out, he's paying an additional $300,000 a month on top of rent, well, on top of, like, mortgage, on top of insurance for the kids, on top of everything. If y'all can't do that shit for your kids, you can't even pay your $100 a week, you're a piece of shit. Plain and simple, <laughs> mom. Totally agree. Now, you've got some instances where the courts are not really they're hitting a lot of guys up for way too much money for what they're making, or they set it on one job and that job ended or whatever. And I'm sure that if the guy ends up on uh, his next contract doesn't make near as much, he can always go back to court and say, yeah, we need to lower this. But uh, I figure if he's paying that much per month, and, uh, yeah, shock, of course, anybody want to live in Manhattan or even New York in general is kind of a shock to me. <laughs> but, I mean, if you want to take a whole bunch of money and throw it out the window, just go ahead and do it that way. That's what we want to get. <laughs> right. Uh, a lot of good people right, in the five boroughs. I've delivered to two of them, and there's good people there, so that's a fact. But let, yeah, let's so. have some fun real quick. Let's have some fun real quick. Let's talk about there. There. Okay, we all know that every team, every year, there's always somebody that's going to get traded to another team. Whether well, they're going to go to another team. Whether it's being traded. They hit that free agency or whatever. Okay. I think here is the craziest part about that is when they get moved to a rival team. So let's talk about oh, yeah. 10 players that went to the rival team in free agency. So I'll give you the player and then I want to hear something quick from you guys. And then that way we can, uh, Bang this out because this will be fun right here. First player on my list, and I've got to bring him. I've got to make him number one on my list because 
he's a loudmouth dude. I cannot stand him. But he's a 49er now, and I got to accept it. And you already know who I'm talking about. That's Richard Sherman. <laughs> all the shit he oh, caused, yeah. all the problems he caused, all the trash talking, and now this dude is wearing red and gold. What the hell? <laughs> hell yeah, that shit's crazy to me. I still can't believe he went there. Shit, what about um? Hell, bro, that's still like back in the day when T- when T.O. went from the Eagles, he went from the Niners to the Eagles to the uh, Cowboys, and I said, "What the hell are you doing, going from Philly to the Cowboys?" Now, now this ain't just this ain't just football. This ain't just football. That's what I'm saying. Players go to other teams during free agencies and stuff. Dude, what so, about baseball? Johnny Damon winning the World Series with the Red Boston Red Sox and then going to the New York Yankees and then winning one with them and then still rocking both rings at the same time. Like, how the hell do you man, do that? You can't, you can't man, wear Yankees that's, that's and Red the, Sox. Hey, when you're, that damn, when you're that damn good, you can do it. You hear but, me? Uh, <laughs> we also got Chris Bosh. You know, Chris Bosh had that recent move going to uh, going to Toronto. Or not Toronto, I'm sorry, but going from Toronto to Miami. Yeah. And then yeah, so uh, who else? Rivalry teams. There's there's a lot well, of shit. You even think about you even think about like Kyrie Irving dipping out and going to Boston. That's weird. Like you don't do that. Well, that was another thing and, and that brings up, you know, Kyrie Irving going from Cleveland to Boston. That kind of you know, that that was weird. It really was. But kind of in a way expected that he was I mean, you knew he was going somewhere. Yeah. It was just kind of like, where's he going to go, and how's this going to play out? But the thing, though, the, the one that got me, and I can't really say it's a rival team, more so as it is a rivalry in, a rivalry in, we'll say, goats of the team. And when you've got LeBron James going from Cleveland to L.A., that yeah, right there kind of kind of got trip, me. Like, LeBron James, okay, now the guy's amazing. When it comes to playing ball, all around one of the most well rounded players of all time. And yes, there's debates all over the place. But this guy, it's it's like he can't build anything on his own. He's got to either go somewhere. Now now we've now we've seen it all because he tried in Cleveland. He couldn't make it. So what did he do? He left and went to Miami because he needed help building something. That didn't work out because that eventually came, you know, crumbled on him. So what did he do? He went back to Cleveland, tried to build something again, started to work, but it wasn't the hype that he wanted. And now he's out in L.A. where it was already something was already built up because – there's only a few teams in the history of the NBA that have the history of being just great all the time. You know, yeah, you got your few seasons here and there that they, they struggle or they might just, just suck. But when it comes down to it, that's a legendary team. You know, Cleveland. Could LeBron James have turned Cleveland into a legendary team? Possibly. Why not stay there and build around you? He didn't want to do that. He wanted to jump straight to Miami where he had Chris Bosh and and Dwayne Wade and so many other people and jump straight into it, which it's also right on topic of him going to a rivalry team when he went to Miami. You know, but – you can't do it. He, it's like it's like he has to go somewhere where it's just great already. He can't just stay building and keep building and make it. Because I'm sorry, but if you look at what LeBron James could do if he just stayed in one place and built everything around him, that guy would be amazing. You know what I mean? Like he would be the GOAT. But he just runs so much. He runs away from everything. Kevin Durant, same damn thing. Kevin Durant, <laughs> same damn thing. Yeah. 
Hey, I, I, you I, know, I, I'll say this: Kevin Durant's decision was weak as fuck compared to LeBron's. It like, really how the hell was. You go to a 70, 73 team win, and they've won seventy three fucking games, and just because they couldn't, they lost the finals. You join them, that shit's weak. But like, yeah, I don't know. People try to say that LeBron didn't join a super team in Miami, but he really did. Even though, because people fail to realize, yeah, Dwayne Wade. I mean, uh, Miami Heat were like forty seven and thirty five the year before that. But Dwayne Wade was also injured, like, most of the year. So, if Dwayne right. Wade's not injured that year, they probably win about 55 games with just exactly. Dwayne Wade. So, yeah, that's a super team. And then when you add yeah. fucking Ray Allen and all them other dudes, that's a super team. So, all these super teams are fucking trash anyway. Back in the day, even at that, the 0-1 Lakers with Kobe and Shaq would destroy any of those teams. And I'm telling you that, God honest truth, they would destroy any of those teams just because – they can't handle Shaq. Who the hell is going to stop Shaq? Nobody. Nobody nowadays. Right. Right. Exactly. I mean, you have there's there's one person nowadays. Well, I can't even say now because he's kind of fell off. But I'd say a couple up to a couple years ago, Dwight Howard would be the one man to give him a run for his money. But even then, Shaq just had that body, man. Shaq. Shaq had something special on him that Dwight didn't have, and Shaq. Yeah, yeah Dwight you, I mean. But Dwight has more speed. But when it comes down to the side, when it comes down low, Shaq has size and strength. I mean, how, when was the last time you seen Dwight Howard break a backboard? Yeah, I have never seen Dwight Howard break a backboard. <laughs> but I, I don't Shaq know. Like Dwight it Howard three times in the in his prime. In his prime wise, Dwight Howard is still, I say, still would probably get embarrassed by Shaq. Well, that's what I'm saying. He's got the speed. He's got speed on him, but when it comes down low, I mean, you think about it. Nobody had the size. Nobody had the sheer strength that Shaq had. Yeah. How many times Even did you, that, did, like, you when Shaq goes up? Too. Right. When Shaq goes up, people move. Okay. Nobody wants a building to fall yeah. on them. Nobody no, wants a building to fall. But talking LeBron James going to Los Angeles. Here's my question for you. Now, you've said how many times you've seen LeBron have issues with people in the past? Star Play. players in the past. It can last. It lasts for a little while, and then things just get heated. Los Angeles Lakers has LeBron James and Lonzo Ball. Where do you see this going? Because I see LeBron being very, I very frustrated. I Sorry, see Lonzo Ball. I see if Lonzo Ball fucks up, I can see LeBron James and Magic Johnson shipping his punk ass out of Los Angeles with his crybaby ass daddy. Right. Yeah, because that was bullshit, Lonzo. <laughs> man, because I mean, yeah, man, like you gotta. I don't care. Like, yeah, even if that's my dad, I'm making the millions now, bro. I'm like, shut the fuck up and let me play. Right. Exactly. But no, yeah, I don't like well, LeBron, I don't know. LeBron, I don't... You know, this Los Angeles move, man, it's kind of weird. Just because LeBron's never really played with young cats like this, and like until like, well, back when he was young, young. But this dude's a grown ass man now, getting used to playing with stars, and now you're going to Los Angeles to play with pretty much nobody. Maybe, right. I mean, a Brandon Ingram in quotes. You know, what I'm saying like in quotes right there because he's to, supposed to be a star, but he ain't really done too. I mean, he averaged 17 last year, which is pretty solid in the league. Kyle Kuzmic, he's got, he's all right. But are they really going to perform up to LeBron's thing? Because like, if you really think about it, you step on the court with LeBron, like he expects perfection about twenty four, like a hundred percent of the time. You know what I mean? So like, that's really hard to step up to as a young cat. But I don't know, man. I don't really, I don't know if I really see this working out as well as he thinks it might. But I really do. I agree with you. I see some players dipping up out of there just because of how he is. I, I agree with you. So, is, we all know Los Angeles was Kobe's team. Everybody knows that. You argue that. Nobody. Does Los Angeles Lakers become LeBron James' team and LeBron James get the same as Kobe? If he gets the what? 
does he get his way from this point on? Is Kobe's Lakers now LeBron's Lakers? I mean, here's how I feel about it. Right now, the Lakers are LeBron. But will he ever surpass Kobe LeBron, Kobe Bryant in a Lakers jersey? Hell no. Because, for one, you can't pass somebody in four years that's played there for 20 years. And another thing is, Kobe's got five rings. LeBron ain't getting five rings in Los Angeles. I don't give a fuck who he adds. He don't have that much time left. As much as we want to think he's going to be playing forever, he's not. He's damn near about – you know what I mean? He's. I feel like LeBron has about another three to – maybe four to five years at the top of his game. But how many how many championships will he win in that? They're not going to win this year. I really don't think they'll win next year depending on who they pick up. He might win one. But the thing is, going to the West as LeBron, like, you got to think, bro, you went to the West in a loaded West. Like, you got the Rockets, Warriors. You got the Young Jazz. The Nuggets are still coming up. And like, he, he really – he put a challenge on for himself. So, like, really, I feel like we're going to see, like, the best LeBron James we've ever seen just because he knows he has to play good or they're not going to make the playoffs. You're you're absolutely right. I was actually about to say with – you you took the words loaded right out of my mouth because the West is ridiculous. It is Dude, sick. there's no there's no other word for it. You know what I mean? It's it's completely fucking loaded. There's no other word for it. Like I just don't I don't understand why he would do that. But then again, like I feel you that you're the best player in the world and you think you can beat everybody, but when you had people, you really you still weren't winning, you know what I mean? So like you go to it and now you're facing cats with young guys and I don't know. It's just it's just weird to me. Yeah, it really is. And like I said, you know, LeBron. Well, and like I said, you know, LeBron's always trying to find, and, and you can't, and nobody can argue this. LeBron's always looking for the next team to help him get where he wants to be. He's trying yep. to be great, but he can't be. He can't be great on his own. He can't make something great. Mm-hmm. He's got to go somewhere where it's already strong, and and help make it better because. He's he's not that guy. He's not that guy that you can build that team around. Kobe was that guy you could build that team around. I ain't seen LeBron score 80 points in a game. You know? Ah, uh, man, but I don't know. Like, when it comes to, like, saying, like, you can't really build a team around LeBron, like, you can because, I mean, it's, no, I'm it's saying been you can. done. It's just, he's not – he don't stay nowhere long enough for anybody to build a team around. Oh, no, no, I feel what you're saying. He's like – I I mean I'd like to I'd much rather see like old school people like Dirk Nowitzki you know what I'm saying saying still and still with Dallas like I love that type of shit like I wish they would go back to all that like I hate seeing all these players move all these teams and shit like it's fun to see and all that but right while, and you know like, my you know feelings on it we talked about the yeah man you just want to see people stay with the same team and build something like grow like they used to back in the day like make it more meaningful like. Like, you know what I'm saying? When the Lakers won ships, when Kobe was there, it's bad. You know what I'm saying? That's Kobe. He's staying. Everybody, no one ever really worried about Kobe Bryant. Is he leaving? Maybe that one year when he wanted to get out of there, but they didn't trade him. Come on now. We all knew Kobe wasn't leaving. But with, like, LeBron, I feel what you're saying. Like, he's like, is LeBron James going to be here next year? Hell, I don't fucking know. Are we going to win? Because if we don't win, he might dip out. You know what I mean? So, I don't like that about him. Next thing you know, he's going to be with Golden State or someone. You know, and and that's Man. the thing. LeBron cannot stay with somebody if they're not winning, and that's the yeah. problem. Is and you know how I feel. You know how I feel about super teams. We've talked about this before, and I've bitched about super teams so many times. You know, Bro, because we both it have. ain't like back over in the day, it. man. You you work, you you work, you earn your way to that spot. You. And and that's what it is. That's all competition was about. That's what sports were about. Now all it is is let's build the best team so we don't have to try so hard and we can win. You know, I mean, they might still win. Like fuck that, dude. Fuck that. Let's go all out on the same people. I want the I want the same five I was riding with last year, and let's ride the fuck out. Don't stack my team up. Like even at that man, because if if I'm LeBron James, man, I don't need nobody else because I'm the best in the world and I fucking know it. Like I don't I don't need no sidekick. Fuck that. I'm the sidekick, the main dude fucking everything, you know what I'm saying? Like, come on, you think, I mean, don't get me wrong, Jordan didn't win until he got Scotty, but he never asked for Scotty, you know what I'm saying? He never asked for these other dudes. Jordan, if he was out there, fuck it, I'm going to do me. I mean, if we, even if we lose this game, you're going to know that, fuck, I was here. 
My numbers are not going to look ridiculous. Right. My numbers are not going to look bad. I'm not going nowhere. Chicago's mine. Like, Jordan even regrets playing for the Wizards, bro. Like, come on now. Let's bring all that shit back. Like, I want LeBron. I wish LeBron would have started, could start his whole career over and stay in Cleveland the whole time and just – I just Build want, around I, I just, I'm Yeah. Over, I'm, Build yeah, man, around I'm over this super team era, bro. I'm over it. Like, I really hope these young cats like Devin Booker stays in Phoenix and all these other cats just stay together with these young teams and just build on something so we can stop having just one or two – or three good teams in the NBA. Let's have all. I remember back in the day when the Kings and like Vlade Divac Kings and all them other teams were so good. Like we never knew who was going to yeah. win it. Like it didn't matter. Right. Like, nowadays, Absolutely. nowadays this season. Exactly. We know this season. It's really. It's either going to be the Rockets or the Warriors going to win it. Other than that, man, or the Celtics maybe. But that's a maybe. But other than that, bro, we knew. Everybody knew last year who the fuck was going to win the finals at the beginning of the year. And look what happened. Four yeah. zero sweep. Shit's boring. I don't even want to watch yeah. it. And and that's the thing. I mean, basketball. It literally, I mean, you know, it used it used to be the competitive sport. Everybody wanted to watch. You never knew who was going to win. Man, it was like watching back in the '90s when you'd watch the Pacers and the Bulls in the playoffs going at it. Like, man, what is going right. down? What's going to happen? You never knew. You know, you see Allen Iverson and the Sixers come on the court. You know, it was man. You were hyped for that. Kobe. I remember that shit. Lakers, right. I mean, that was the way basketball was. Nobody knew. Then you'd bring out the Jazz, man. You had Jeff Hornacek with Carl Malone and John Stockton, and nobody knew who was going to win because every team had a fighting chance. And mm-hmm. now it's like, even, well, even with good. the Bulls back in the Let's day, don't get me wrong, up. they won seventy-two and they went seventy-two and ten, and Michael Jordan and them, they were ridiculous. But they other teams still put up a fight for that. You know what I'm saying? Every game wasn't expected for the Bulls to win like that. Right. Like other teams put up and a there fight. Were, yeah. There were super teams back then, too. Yes, I will give it that. Yeah. We've seen it with Supersonics, okay? Sean Kemp and Gary Payton, okay? I'm if sorry, but if that's it was for Michael Jordan, they would have a couple rings. Exactly. You know, the, the, Same the thing Utah with the Jazz, Jazz, bro. You know what I mean? The Chicago <laughs> Bulls, the, the yeah. Los Angeles Lakers, those were super teams. But those super teams were built around the team they had. Yeah. And they worked most, their way. Most of them yes. were drafted by that team. Right. Yes. Players got traded to other teams. Players went to other teams on free agency, got their contracts, and they're done for whatever reason. There was a few. Yeah, even, now, even back in the day, like, they don't even have free agency back in the day. But teams, see, People now, weren't even allowed to move teams like that. Now all it is is now basketball is more about it ain't even about placing your bet on who's going to win. It's placing your bet on who's going to be the next one to leave. Bro. Because yeah. that's what basketball is more. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. What, man, and that's what it is. It's like, why would I place my money? Okay. The the Nets and the – okay, we'll say the Nets and the Rockets are going to play. Somebody wants to put 50 on this game. No, I ain't putting 50 on that game because I'm not losing my money. But I bet yeah. I'll put you. I'll put I'll put a bet on who's going to be the first one to leave in the in the next in the next off season. <laughs> Carmelo. <laughs> you see what I'm saying though? Like that's going to be Bro, how it. That's you, how man. it's ridiculous. There's it's no. It's boring. Fun in it. I mean, like, man, that's what I'm saying with, these, with people with these LeBron, the LeBron James fans now saying that they're Lakers fans and shit, motherfucker. You ain't never been a Lakers fan a day in your life. So don't even buy that fucking jersey. Don't even buy that Lakers jersey at all. And only Lakers jersey you need to buy anyway is fucking Kobe Bean Bryant. Fuck, fuck that. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think LeBron in a Lakers jersey is pretty cool, but I'm not going to go buy a fucking Lakers jersey with LeBron's name on it because, I mean, I'm not really a huge LeBron fan. But like these people saying that they're Lakers fans and just because LeBron went there, that's the thing about nowadays. You can't really have a favorite team because so many players, so many people have a favorite a player that they just hop with them every time they go somewhere. And like you said, where are they going to be next year? It doesn't matter. Cause, like, with well, here's Anthony, the crazy part about it. He's not going to be there next year. Here's, here's the crazy part about it, and we're going to wrap this up. LeBron actually, they, they talked to him, and, you know, it was actually stated that he didn't deny. He didn't turn down the possibility that if things don't go the way that they're planned to go in Los Angeles, 
He did not shoot down the possibility of going back to Cleveland again. He didn't say he would, but he didn't say he wouldn't. So there is a it's, – it's still there that he could go back to Cleveland. The thing that kills me, though, is notice nobody was out burning his jerseys this time. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, I, don't think, I don't think he'll come back, but that's just me. I don't – if I'm him – I'm not going back to Cleveland because fuck. Why the hell do you want to be in Cleveland any longer? It's cold as fucking Cleveland. Who gives I a tell shit you what does need to come back though. Shitty-ass Browns. I feel you, man. And I tell you what does need to come back is that Paul talk with Sporty J. But that's for another <laughs> time. We got to go, man. This has been a great time, man. I appreciate you coming in here. Morning cup of sports. Oh, yeah, the yeah. farmer, the farmer ain't here, so it was with the Evans. On your morning cup of sports. Like I said earlier, make sure you check us out on Facebook and Twitter. Give us a like. Give us a share. We are live every morning, 9.30 a.m. on the East Coast, 6.30 a.m. on the West Coast. Man, it's been a fun time. I appreciate you coming in, Sporty Day. And uh, yeah, we yeah. definitely have to hit this again. But uh, until then, we will see you guys tomorrow. And we're out. Much love. Later, dog. <laughs>